0: So um, I know because I, I hate just, it you know, and I don't want to have regrets. I have regrets. okay. So we're starting off on that note where Andrea has regrets.
1: Full of regret.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of um our our whole thing, really.
1: <laughs> that's the theme it's, of our lives.
0: Yeah, it's definitely been the theme of my whole entire life is like, hmm. Yeah, I wish that hadn't been my life. Yeah. Bad bad move, Ren. What <laughs> were you thinking? I know. Me too. Start at birth. I should stop having regrets. I should stop birthing.
1: Just stand by everything I do.
0: (laughs) I think a lot of people do. Like, (laughs) okay, so a lot of people like double down when they make a mistake where they'll be where they know it was because people will be like, hey, you made a mistake and that I, I didn't like that. And that person will be like, inwardly like, oh, shit, that was a mistake. But they'll double down. They'll be like, nope. Nope. No, I did not. I meant that That's to come out it. the bad way that it did. It's yeah. Trumping it. Yeah, no conservatives are great at it. They will never admit mistakes or apologize. They're just they will just double down yeah. and then they'll make that mistake but worse. Like if they yes. said something racist and someone's like, "Hey, that was racist." then they'll, they'll be like, they'll be "That like, no, wasn't, wasn't." But it's also true. fuck <laughs> fuck minorities and they'll get like really racist. They'll just like get more racist yeah. because they want to stand by it so hard instead of just being like, "Sorry about that." Yeah. Which would actually be the easier and thing to do. it would be
1: more accepted. Like they People can't forgive you until you actually apologize.
0: Yeah, but it's always like this whole, no, I can't be wrong about something and I'm not going to do any self-examination because I am terrified to do that because yeah. deep down i Yeah, because I don't want to admit I was person. ever wrong. Yeah, they don't yeah. want to admit they are wrong. And I think like self-reflection terrifies people like this, right? They've, they've never done it and they've been avoiding it thus far. What's your fear for uh, this week, by the way?
1: <sighs> um, I'm never going to be able to relax ever again. So I have all this. Vacation time that I'm taking, and yeah, I have not felt like it was a vacation yet. Yeah, no, not even once.
0: No, me neither. The holiday season literally never, never feels like a holiday. It never at is. All. And no. you always
1: get like, like I never even used to take time off around the holidays because, like, what those days that you automatically get off was they were enough because they were just it was just busyness otherwise. Yeah. And it didn't really make a difference. And then I would take like a week off in January where I could actually just like sleep in, wake up, do nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, go to the gym.
0: Yeah, like actually just live your life as someone who doesn't have a to do list that's like an entire yeah. biblical scroll. Well, and yeah. every time
1: I have like a free section of time, someone books it.
0: Needs something. Yeah, it's really it's inevitable. It's no, really same fucking thing. Happens to annoying. Me. Yeah. No, I'm so with you on that. That's my fear, too. I'm, like, I'm going to take a day off because I, I have to, like, take a med break or my body will be, like, fuck you, Ren. Yeah. And whenever I do that, in, I, like, try to take a day aside that I can. I'm, like, yes, today is going to be a do absolutely nothing and recover day. And then inevitably, inevitably, like you said, something, com- like, prop – uh
1: like getting called into work.
0: Ker k- props up. For k- props. <laughs> yeah, like inevitably, like, yeah, like getting called to work. They are actually really understanding about that, but like someone will need me to do something. I will get like a million messages from friends who are like, hey, I'm having a crisis. Can you come help? And I'm like, oh no, fuck. Your crisis is ill-timed.
1: I would just give them the number for the crisis line.
0: Well... It's not even emotional crises. Like sometimes someone will be like, "Oh shit, I really need, I really need help with this one thing." Just like five minutes. I'm like, "Okay, can I spare this five minutes? Maybe, but also I haven't brushed my teeth yet, so no." Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's it's just like stuff like that. Like I'm, I just like I wish that like life would time itself around me better. Right, is me too. How that should be. Well, that yeah. is how it should be. Yep. Time your crises also, for my my work days. At
1: the gym today.
0: Oh no! An
1: old man got onto the treadmill next to me, even though there were, all of the rest of them were not taken.
0: So this is the gym horror story part three.
1: This is annoying. It's yeah, just annoying. It keeps happening. Stop doing that! Don't get onto the treadmill next to somebody.
0: No, not if the others are free. I, it's it's so weird that people do that. I don't
1: know what the fuck is going on. I don't know. And then I'm trying to listen to my podcast, right? Yeah. And uh, not our podcast.
0: She needs to clarify. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't just listen to us all day. But, um,
0: well, that'd be unbearable.
1: Then this other old guy came by and they're like, oh, and I saw it out of the corner of my eye, them spotting each other. And then, of course, they start talking loudly because, like, they're talking over machinery and over the machinery between them. Yeah. And just like, I'm like, trying to listen to my podcast, but all I'm hearing is old men talking <laughs> oh my god and then another guy was like oh, I was oh
0: like, no. no 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 no
1: not that look again that, that i recognize I, you fuck. you're my buddy or whatever
0: fuck small town too right because that's gonna that does happen all the time
1: i know but it's annoying
0: and i'm just i was like oh. it can be troubling i just
1: wanted to like push him off the treadmill
0: <laughs> <laughs> or just kind of like lift him and place him on the other treadmill no, just away from me. Right i would just i would just reach over and like just increase wordlessly. his speed
1: to a thousand so that he flies off the back
0: yeah i'll
1: be like that's what that's, you get
0: that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens when yeah. you try to
1: work out right next to me and there are other options
0: I do find that weird. Whenever there are other options for me, like, I would purposefully avoid being right next to someone on something like yeah, a treadmill because I, I don't want out. them to see me sweat. Well, I sweat yeah, a lot. Well, yeah, like, that's
1: the thing. <laughs> like, you usually don't sit down next, right next to somebody in a waiting room or whatever.
0: Or on the bus but if there's other seats. especially
1: at the gym when you're, like, yep. clearly going to be sweating and you probably don't Huffing. want another person's fluids on you or the Ugh. other way around. Like
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it, I would only go on one next to someone if it was the only option, obviously. Yeah. And I've had to do that.
1: It's been, there's been times when it's all full and everybody's just like right next to each other. Yeah, which
0: that makes fine. sense. That's normal. Yeah, it's like I mean, people on the bus never do this. Like if there are a ton of seats open and you're sitting in one, and people get on, they never sit right next to you. No, they always pick another seat. Yeah, th-
1: so please just weird. do the Otherwise, same thing at the gym.
0: Yeah, because it's it's just kind of a weird personal thing to do. If you if you have to yeah. like if this you is don't bullshit. have to do that. Don't yeah, don't fucking
1: do that. Stop it. Stop it right now. If you yeah. are in the middle of right now getting onto a Treadmill right next to someone else, and there are other options.
0: And we're the podcast you're listening to.
1: Then stop it.
0: Yeah, freeze, freeze, a stop, drop, roll. Treadmill. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the end.
0: Someone listening that is, is like, "Well, fuck! I was actually, <laughs> I was about to. Okay, well, if two scared siblings doesn't want me to, I guess, I guess that's it for me. I have to go. To that <laughs> but um, that yeah, was my rant. So we got a request a while back. We did. Um,
1: they wanted us to do this for Christmas, though.
0: Yes, so um, it's German uh, Christmas or things related to both Germany and Christmas.
1: <laughs> yeah, I failed, but that's because we already did like Krampus.
0: Oh, I know it's already. And hard. then you were
1: doing some more lore. Yeah, and apparently I've got more lore. not a lot of murders happen in Germany around Christmas that are reported on.
0: Like there was in the, English, at least. the yeah. truck,
1: the Berlin truck incident, but that one was so long that I kind of want to save it
0: for like. Yeah, for when you can deep dive.
1: For when I can deep dive into it and actually watch some
0: like, documentaries. documentaries on it or
1: something and get more info.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. So I, I, I'm proud of you for finding whatever you did because I, I know what you, you. mean. Like when because I, I want to do another lore thing to do with Christmas because like there's mm. got to be more than Krampus. Nope, you look it up.
1: It's all Krampus. Yeah, I looked even it up. Even when I did murder, like, even when hear... I googled murder in oh, Germany yeah, for too. Christmas, it's like Krampus. I'm like, no, no, no. I yeah. meant real fucking murders.
0: <laughs> How many murders is Krampus committing lately?
1: How many murders it's... are people blaming on Krampus at this time of year? Germany. It was Krampus.
0: Germany, what's going on? It's
1: going to be my defense. You can't just
0: like if someone knocks over a priceless vase in your mom's home, you just lay, say Krampus did it.
1: It was Grilla. Or the Yule lads.
0: Oh man, the Wait, Yule goody-lads? lads. I don't think it's German. No, Icelandic.
1: Yeah, Icelandic. But sorry, uh, Krampus.
0: Krampus just comes up a lot because I looked up on murder cases too because I was like, there's not much more lore that has to do with Christmas, yeah, specifically from Germany and and to do with Christmas only, um, that isn't. Crumpus, there's
1: nothing. It's just Crumpus. Yeah, everything's Crumpus. Jeez,
0: Crumpus. Crumpus,
1: Crumpus, that we already did Crumpus. So. I
0: know, and Crumpus is just like trying to hog the spotlight here. Like I know, Crumpus. He's a, Krampus, You had your day.
1: His vanity is astounding.
0: Yeah, Crumpus. Sheesh. I mean, I guess when you're overshadowed by Santa all the time, you're kind of like, "Hey, are we talking hey, about me? Look at it's me. me. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I like it when you do that. Talk about me, but yeah, no. So, Andrew, yeah. So what I got? uh,
1: So basically, to try to fulfill the request, I did. I so I did find like two things in Germany, but they were really short and not enough to make an episode. Okay. Um. So I sandwiched a different murder in between two little German things.
0: Uh, Okay, (laughs) that's gonna make for a good title.
1: It's interesting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the German murder sandwich.
1: Yay! Yay.
0: <laughs> okay, are you um, ready?
1: So, the first little tiny
0: German murder piece sandwich. of bread. Ah, so this is the bread murder. This is
1: the bread part. Okay, um, first so, bread. Okay, I'm just going
0: to... Yeah, just hold it, because my microphone will pretend that you tried to kill it. I know. All right, Dramatine. bread.
1: So, Sendling's Christmas, Night of Murder.
0: That does sound like a lot Ooh. of murder occurred. That was a whole night.
1: I know. So, that was a massacre it happened oh. in 1705 in Sendling, oh, no. which is two kilometers southwest of Munich. Okay. What happened was an army of peasants that were protesting the Austrian regime As during the Bavarian People's Uprising had marched on Munich, but the army was betrayed from within and massacred.
0: Oh. So 1,100 people were killed. Someone was a scab.
1: Someone was
0: a oh. scab. Oh. Yes. That's bad. Well, this this is why you shouldn't be a scab. It could indeed result in a massacre. It Don't could. do it.
1: So now here is the filling, which is a longer story and actually takes place in Australia.
0: You, what? <laughs> I
1: couldn't find anything in Germany.
0: Germany, Australia. I mean, Some same more. thing, right? <laughs> I mean, it, you couldn't even have gone with Austria. You went nope. with the other one, the one with the L in it.
1: Yeah. Well, I found this <laughs> list of Christmas murders, and I was like, oh my god, that one sounds interesting. And then I couldn't let it go. So. Okay. Here we go. Um, so this is about Daniel Kerr and Darren Lewis.
0: Oh. And it's the
1: murder of William Stevenson. He's known as Bill. Okay. Um, so basically what happened was Danielle Kerr and Darren Lewis were hanging out and they were smoking meth.
0: As and you they do, were right?
1: Right, as you do. And then they were talking about uh, Danielle wanting to kill someone. So apparently it's something she's wanted to do for a bit.
0: I feel like we've talked about these guys before but not in the same depth. So, Danielle was just like, "Hey, I totally want to I want to do a murder."
1: Yeah, um and she was saying like it would be like the movie Kill Bill. What? Like she likes that idea.
0: That is absolutely not what murdering someone is like, I assi- I assume.
1: No. Nope. Except that it was, his name was Bill, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> if it's not
0: directed by Quentin Tarantino and there it's isn't not a sword fight, it's not the same, yeah.
1: Um, so they decide to plan it. So Daniel, or Danielle, would carry out the murder unless something went sideways, and then Darren would step in and help her. Okay. And everything was set up before they picked up their friend, William Bill Stevenson. So oh Bill Stevenson, no. and he had been working, so he got off work, and this was Christmas Day. Oh. um So then they were driving towards Bendigo down a dirt road in Camaruka, and they decided to stop the car so Darren could pee. Mm-hmm. And so he went into the woods, and Danielle changed into a dress. I don't know if she did that right there in the car with Bill.
0: She just does this, okay, Danielle? Yeah.
1: So they were standing outside of the car and as Darren walked back to the car Danielle was like they made eye contact or whatever and she smiled and then she snuck up behind Bill and hit him over the head with a rock what yeah so Bill tried to get away but he was kind of injured right
0: yeah
1: um and so Danielle went at him with a hunting knife and she got close to him and was like I told you I was going to kill you
0: when did she mention it to him
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know actually you know
0: I mean she mentioned it to to Darren. I know,
1: like I told you I was going to kill you.
0: But when did, when did she inform uh, our poor when did friend she tell William Bill? about this? Yeah.
1: yeah. Bill's like, "No, you didn't. You forgot." <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I know. Um, did I mention this is 2013 in Australia?
0: Oh no. I mean you mentioned Australia for sure, but okay. not 2013.
1: I think I just missed
0: so this is fairly recent, yeah. Like only about seven years ago, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um. God.
1: So after the knife assault, oh yeah. no! Wait, sorry. She actually she brought the knife down into his face.
0: <sighs> oh my god! And
1: into his throat. <sighs> um, and but he was still alive, so he tried to oh, run away. No. And Danielle and Darren got back into the car and then drove after him. And Bill was so injured that he ended up just collapsing against a tree. Unfortunately,
0: well, yeah, he has a he had a knife wound in his throat. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: Um. So Danielle got out of the car and picked up a tree branch, and Bill started begging for his life. He's like, "Please oh. don't! Please don't!"
0: Oh my god. Um.
1: But Danielle didn't stop, and she started slamming the tree branch down on Bill, and started yelling, "Die! Die!"
0: Oh. Um. Oh my god. Yeah for Bill.
1: I know. Um, once Bill was dead, they put him into the trunk of the car, and then they drove his body to Wellsford Forest, where they sent it, set it on fire. Um, and his body wouldn't be found until the new year. His family had to sit through Christmas wondering what happened to him.
0: Oh, my God. Um, That's so fucking evil.
1: I know. Like, why Christmas? Like,
0: okay. Why any of it? I just
1: can't even, like, doubly imagine doing it at Christmas. It just seems like that's, like, yeah, du- I don't know.
0: You know, I've had problems with uh, hard drugs, uh, meth, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I've already talked about it on social media. I can't sell myself out anymore. And it <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever occurred to me
1: to murder, to murder somebody. someone ever. I know. Usually,
0: I was just like, "Oh, good! Now I can get some studying done." And you hear, like,
1: you hear about all of these stories where
0: people were people on
1: murdered on meth.
0: But I'm not sure if it's the meth that does it, because like I did a lot That's for what a I while, was and like I never, I was never angry on it or even like murderous on it at all. I, I actually know. think like alcohol is scarier. But even then, you know, it's never been a thing for me to be like, "Yep, time to do a murder."
1: I know. No. I don't know. Maybe some people rage.
0: Maybe. On it. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like that has to be in you already. Yeah. Like if someone well, is already it, it a bad like person does it.
1: Danielle. Okay. So here's more about Danielle. Ooh. Um, after Danielle was arrested, her former roommate, Wayne Doige, came forward and he said that Danielle had been obsessed with skulls and that she kept a crate of bones in her room. And. Mm. She had mentioned to him that she wanted a human skull to add to her collection. And that's when he kind of realized that her obsession was kind of scary. And he ended up kicking her out of his house. And it may have saved his life because she would have possibly chosen him. Yeah, because it sounds like
0: it was just, like, whoever was around. Yeah, it was just whoever. someone they knew who was around. Yeah, but, I mean, like, okay, so I know people who do, like, um, death magic and, like, vulture culture where you, like, collect bones and create beautiful things out of them. But, like, you collect them from things like roadkill and whatever. Mm -hmm. Or, and you may buy a human skull, but you buy it. Because a lot of, yeah, yeah, there are a lot of websites that will sell them from cadavers that medical schools have Mm -hmm. no more use for yeah yeah
1: um, so there was another I we'll way to do that, yeah, I mean, you don't have to kill somebody. that no. sounds like she really just wanted to kill someone,
0: yeah, creative, and I don't know
1: how they caught her. It wasn't in this article, yeah, um, and there isn't a ton of I'll just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so Danielle, or sorry, Darren confessed his part in the crime. And he told investigators what had happened and what Danielle had done because she'd done the murder. Yeah. Um, although he's still crazy. Uh, and then he told them where they could find the hunting knife that Danielle had stabbed Bill with. Yeah. And she had thrown it in Lake Wir- Wiruna after the murder. Okay. Danielle actually denied any involvement at first. Of course. Um, and then they would get more new pieces of evidence and danielle would try to use each piece of evidence to try and blame darren for everything
0: what a person
1: i know um so darren is serving a 10-year prison sentence for his role (sighs) and danielle actually ended up pleading guilty and was sentenced to 21 years and she has to serve a minimum of 16 years before she can be released on parole but i don't think that's long enough
0: i don't either but hopefully she'll just end up having to serve the maximum yeah. But, I don't know, shouldn't you get life? Because she premeditated it and I know. kept going when she could have stopped an a I know, moment like this moment and tried to hide it.
1: This is first, first, first degree murder. Yeah,
0: this is <laughs> as first degree as, as you, you can, can get. get.
1: Um, yes. Yeah. So that's it. That's the end of that one. And then I have the bottom piece of bread.
0: Of German bread.
1: Of German bread. Okay. <laughs> so this is recent. It was in February
0: 2019. So oh. this year. Oh
1: geez. Um officers responded to a call about why an illuminated Christmas tree was still on display.
0: Oh, okay. So there
1: is yeah. Um and this ended up turning into a murder investigation, but I don't <laughs> there's no new information because it's still pretty new, right?
0: That's a suspicious tree, my my lad. It's
1: suspicious. Well, a woman actually saw the tree through a house window in the eastern German town of mm-hmm.
0: Um
1: She called police because she was like, why is there still a tree up in February?
0: I mean, <laughs> I, mean <laughs> I keep mine up till February. I hope no one calls the cops on me. But right. Well, that's it's good that thinking. she did.
1: It's, there are like some people that are those neighbors that are super nosy and she is one, but it ended up being...
0: It worked out in It worked case. out, although
1: it didn't save anybody.
0: Oh. Right? Uh, um, but I'm still glad it was discovered, yeah.
1: Yeah. Police went into the house to investigate, and they found a, an elderly woman's body in the cellar.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So the woman, they think, is was age 76. Yeah. Um, She looked to have been the victim of a violent crime and had died a while before. Oh. Right? Probably around Christmas time. She had a tree up and then...
0: Yeah. Um, oh, no.
1: And police in the nearby city of Hale... It, <laughs>
0: Hall. 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 Yeah,
1: uh, said they had taken the woman's 51 year old son into custody on suspicion of murder oh and the arrest was made at the house which is weird
0: okay so was
1: he living there i don't know with her
0: body just <laughs> there
1: right um uh, and at the moment they don't know what led to her death and investigations have only begun and this is you know back in february but
0: it it's still pretty I, recent
1: seriously did more searching but I couldn't find anything more, so
0: yeah,
1: uh, maybe I'll be able to find an update for next episode or something. But they didn't have everybody's names, so that's
0: making it difficult. Well, they might be uh, restricting how much is released too, and like a lot of articles about this are going to be in German.
1: That's the problem. That's, yeah, that's the problem with finding these ones is that you can't always find English.
0: Yeah,
1: articles. So
0: yeah, I noticed that too. So I was like, I'll let Andrea do the hard finding a murder one. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Any time humph you're welcome I hate you no you don't all right so I have something that we're gonna switch up gears for and actually it's probably a good idea because it'll be less sad um Yay. so this is more Christmassy lore from Germany
1: is it scary
0: um she's she's pretty alarming okay so. The alarming one in question is Frau Perta, or how, however sorry, however you pronounce that in German. I don't know. Why Besides Andrea's offensive way, way. <laughs> uh, the real way, pretend that I said it and that Andrea did not do that,
1: is trying. how that
0: happened. All right, so brief summary and a uh, bit of <laughs> etymology on uh, our friend here, Perkta or Berkta. she was referred to to by, like, a whole lot of different names, often depending on the time and, like, the precise region. Also commonly known as Pert and other variations, was once known as a goddess in Alpine paganism in the Upper German and Austrian region of the Alps. Her name may mean the Bright One, from Old High German, and is probably related to the name, um, Berchtentag, meaning the Feast of the Epiphany. Eugen (laughs) Möck... Of course. (laughs) Provides an alternative etymology, though, attributing the origin of the name Perkta to the Old High German pr- uh, verb pergen, meaning hidden or covered. Perkta is also often identified as stemming from the Germanic goddess Hulda and other female figures of ancient German spirituality like Friha, Frigg. Um, just kind of that like alpine region. Mm-hmm. According to Jacob Grimm and Lottie Motz, who are both historians, I believe, Perta is uh Holda's southern cousin or equivalent, as they both share the role of guardian of the beasts and appear during the twelve days of Christmas where they oversee spinning practices like uh weaving, spinning. Like spin class. No, Na- yes, of course. <laughs> Ye old ancient German bicycles. <laughs> yes. Stationary bikes. So no. Jacob
1: Grimm, is he? A, he's one of the brothers Grimm, then?
0: You know what? I don't know. I, I'm going to believe that. He I is. assumed when I, when I was writing this down, and yet I did not think to double-check that, <laughs> which—
1: And now I'm calling—I'm asking I'm all the you. hard questions.
0: Oh, I asked you. I asked you some hard questions, too. It's all right. It's all right. It's the curveball. <laughs> I mean— that's the thing, right? I think so, but there are a lot of Jacob Grimms out there. You'd be surprised. Um, It's, it's not an uncommon name. I believe you. Grim or Jacob, now I think about it. No. Okay. Good old well, Jake Grim. <laughs> Jakey boy. All right. And uh, Frau Perkta, she's got some uh, other stuff going on that's a lot nastier than spinning, but we're not there yet. Okay. According to Erica Tim, Frau Perkta emerged from an amalgamation of Germanic and pre-Germanic, probably Celtic, traditions of the Alpine regions after the Migration period in the early Middle Ages. So, basically, according to these, like, ancient Austro-German beliefs, Frau Perkta was a pagan goddess who was not precisely benevolent. She was a figure meant to terrify people into following the seasonal <laughs> traditions. Which, I mean, like, so is... Santa, yeah, to be honest,
1: but he's not scary,
0: he can be depending on the movie you're watching. Okay, so we sell these decorations. I'm just gonna really say this fast at my store that are like really old fashioned, like mercury paint decorations, they're beautiful, but they are very stern Santa Clauses. Oh, okay, he looks very Angry. Taking that
1: naughty list seriously. Yeah,
0: he- those decorations are really funny. Everyone who comes in and buys one is like, he just looks so mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's yes, true. So, yeah. Uh, Fral Perkta's appearance. In some descriptions, Perkta has two forms. She may appear either as beautiful and apparently white as snow, or as elderly and haggard. Um, <laughs> you never know. In the Krampus movie that, like, I referenced last year when I was talking about Krampus' actual historical origins, she was apparently depicted there as, like, a secondary kind of bad guy. And she was shown as, like, yeah, like, this really scary puppet thing with bulging eyes. What movie is this? Krampus.
1: Oh, I saw that. Yeah,
0: it was a few years ago, the new one. I'm sure there are a few. I don't
1: remember the scary puppet. It
0: was just, like, a weird doll-looking thing that's got, like, scary eyes. I just don't remember it. Yeah, she was a it would have been a secondary bad guy, not necessarily referenced, right? Yeah. Um, but I haven't watched that particularly movie uh that particular movie all the way through yet, so feel free to share your Perkta media related knowledge with me, listeners. Please <laughs> give me your your Perkta. So, um also in many descriptions, Perkta had one large foot, sometimes called a goose foot or swan foot. Uh, Grimm uh-huh. thought the strange foot symbolized her as, like, uh, this higher being who could shapeshift to animal form, right? Right. hmm And he noticed that this aspect of her appearance, uh, as having an unusual foot in some manner, exists in many languages and countries. Quote, It is apparently a swan maiden's foot, which as a mark of her higher nature she cannot lay aside. And at the same time, the spinning woman's splay foot that worked the treadle. Oh. So maybe it came from like how a lot of women spun things and their foot. Oh, okay. The foot that like pressed the thingy. That's
1: weird. Got
0: weird, like splay toed.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So maybe that's and then someone like maybe like adapted it to give her like a goose foot or something. Like a foot that she could kick people with.
1: <laughs> is that what it, it's a kicking foot.
0: It is a kicking foot. I don't know. <laughs> Geese. I've never been kicked by one, but I I feel like it's something they do.
1: Uh, Yes, they are assholes.
0: They would totally, they would do that, and then they'd steal your wallet. So, in the Tyrol, she appears as a little old woman with a very wrinkled face, bright, lively eyes, and a long, hooked nose. Her hair is disheveled, her garments tattered and torn. One of the main depictions of her that shows up when you Google Frau Perkta is actually this like really alarming drawing of her and like yeah, the li- the eyes, like they're they are lively. Um, I don't know if I'd say that's good in the context of that oh. particular picture. Um it's it's scary, look it up. Is anyway, it? Okay. uh here comes the brutal part.
1: Yay! That's my favorite part.
0: It always is, and you always yeah, and it's so cute. You're you just sound so innocently happy when something <laughs> horrible is about to happen. You're like a child at Christmas. Andrea was the real <laughs> child inside us all along. I am. So, uh, initially, Parkta was the upholder of cultural traditions such as the prohibition against spinning on holidays. <laughs> you were not allowed to spin in the holidays. No
1: spin glass on holidays.
0: No, no weaving of threads, and also no stationary bicycling. Fuck both those skin. things. Yeah, Rumble no still skin. drawn to gold. Yeah, he didn't go to uh, that girl um, during the holidays because he's like, yeah, I don't want to step on Perkta's toes, I guess. That's true. His toe got, like, stuck in a floor and he got split in half, right? And that was another German fairy tale. What is with yeah, these people and feet? I don't know. Germany, do you have a foot fetish?
1: They clearly do.
0: They're, like, only when it's in conjunction with spinning. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Um, According to the folklore of Bavaria and Austria, Parkta was said to roam the countryside at midwinter and to enter homes during the 12 days uh, between Christmas and the Epiphany, stalking the streets, especially on the 12th night. Eek! Yes, she was She was out there stalking. <laughs> and she would, of course, know whether the children and young servants of the household had behaved well and worked hard all year. So she was definitely a little classist, according to this telling, in my opinion. If they had been... Good, they might receive a small silver coin the next day in a shoe or pail. But if they had not, she would naturally slit their bellies open, rip out their stomach and other guts, and stuff their eviscerated torso with straw and pebbles along with other refuse, depending on the iteration. <laughs> Jesus. She'd then stitch them up this way and move on to the next offender.
1: So you either get a small silver coin for being good,
0: or brutally, or brutally eviscerated brutally and stuffed.
1: If you were bad.
0: If you spun. Oh my god. I don't know, man. So she was particularly concerned if she saw that girls had spun the whole of their allotted portion of flax or wool during the year. She didn't like that. So don't waste your flax (laughs) and wool, ladies. Don't do that. You need it. Frau (laughs) Perkta would also do the whole, like, slitting people's bellies open and stuffing them with straw and trash thing. If they ate something on the night of her feast day... Other than the traditional meal of fish and gruel, Ew. Uh. Yep. Yeah, so the moral of the story here is that you don't run through your uh, flax too fast, and you eat that gruel.
1: I don't. No, I don't like fish or gruel.
0: Well, do you have a good store of flax, and wool? Nope. Oh man, certainly you're t- not. You're just- Fucked, man, that's just how the holidays are, people. There are reasons we all feel like shit during December. Yeah. Yep. So that's it. yeah, that's that's I'm why. In trouble. Yeah, you are in trouble. You, yeah, Perkta's oh. coming for you. So <laughs> Frau Perkta's spiritual presence. Okay, so Frau Perkta was celebrated by many people at the time. Right, the cult of Perkta, under which followers left uh, food and drink for Frau Perkta and her followers in the hopes of receiving wealth and abundance. And was, according to uh, not the best source, (laughs) condemned in Bavaria in the Thesaurus Poprum in 1468 and by Thomas Ebendorfer von Hasselbach in Didicium Preceptus in 1439. So apparently these guys like shit talked her, uh, her followers, but the source on that was dubious. I'm not sure. (laughs) Like, so it's hard to tell whether this was the case. Yes, but it was also an unsighted part of Wikipedia, so oh. I'm so sorry guys, but like <laughs> I don't know when this was condemned okay. and by who. Yeah. Right. So it's hard to tell like the timeline. Um so back to the actual stuff that I that I'm more sure of. Later canonical and church documents characterize Perkta as synonymous with other leading female spirits, Holda, as mentioned, but also Diana, Herodias, Richella and Abundia. Okay. So apparently they weren't sure where the fuck she came from. But mm-hmm. um, interestingly, the word uh, perkten is plural for perkta, and this has become the name of her entourage. She would sometimes bring like zombies with her, kind of. Like, what? Yeah, apparently, sometimes. What? Yeah, sometimes. That was something I read. I didn't write it here, but, like, that was something I read uh, in one of the articles. And they were like, she would sometimes have, like, an entourage of, like, zombie-like figures um, when she'd go about her belly slitting. And, like, that, yeah, I know. That's a lot, hey? Oh. Um, and they might have been the people that she sewed up with straw. I don't, oh. know, I don't know for <clears throat> sure. So
1: she was actually making friends this whole time.
0: <laughs> She's like, you're a disobedient one. No one will I care like if you that. go missing. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. But, yeah, so... This has also been the name, uh, Perkden, uh, of the animal masks worn in parades and festivals in the mountainous regions of Austria. So we're kind of like tiptoeing away from Germany and Austria here, but this is still German. Um, <laughs> in the 16th century, the Perkden took two forms, similar to Frau Perkda's dual descriptions. Some are beautiful and bright, known as the uh translated to beautiful Perchten. They come during the 12 nights and festivals to, quote, bring luck and wealth to the people. But the other form is the Shirak parten, translated as ugly parten, who have fangs, tusks, and horse tails, which are used to drive out demons and ghosts. In some regions, people, um, often men, would dress as the ugly Perkden during the 16th century and would go from house to house <laughs> to drive out bad spirits, presumably just fucking barging in and whipping your shit with a horsetail. I like it. It's actually pretty similar to a lot of what, like, Krampus did, so no wonder she was in that movie. Yeah, like, being well, his pal.
1: All, a lot of these things are similar. But yeah.
0: Yeah, because they kind of go hand in hand, right? It's yeah. like how Father Christmas and Santa are slightly different, but kind of the, the, the same dude. the same, yeah. Yeah. Strangely enough, sometimes um, Der Tofel is viewed as the most ugly part, and uh, Frau Perkte is viewed as the most beautiful part. Okay. So I'm not sure that. There's an ugly one and a pretty one is okay. what I'm getting at.
1: Okay. <laughs> in Italy,
0: uh, Percta is roughly equivalent with La Befana, who visits all the children of Italy on the night before January 6th to fill their socks with candy if they are good or with a lump of coal if they are bad. So if we were in Italy at the time, Andrea would be getting coal in her socks. Oh. And I also would be getting coal Why in my sock.
1: Why are we bad?
0: I wasted the Italian flax. It was me.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> Fine. What did I do? I don't
0: know. You didn't eat the fish, gruel.
1: Well, that's because it's disgusting.
0: Oh, that was a slam. Extra coal in your sauce.
1: Everybody knows it's true.
0: Even Perkta's like, yeah, I kind of did that as a test. Even I don't really actually like this. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Oh, and according to Jacob Grimm again, in further descriptions from around 1882, um, Perkta was spoken of in Old High German in the 10th century as Frau Berkta, with a B instead of a P. And also thought to be a white-robed goddess, uh, who still supervised spinning and weaving, like the myths of Hulda. She believed, uh, he believed that she was the feminine equivalent of Berktold, and was sometimes the leader of the wild hunt. So she was, like, this huntress sort of, like, yeah. Um, however... Folklorist John B. Smith disagreed and suggested that Perkta represents the personification of the Feast of the Epiphany, Perkta's Day, and is therefore not pre Christian, which is, you know, shocking the idea that scary figures existed in conjunction with Christianity.
1: <clears throat> no way.
0: You don't say. Although he'd also written that the earliest incarnation of Frau Perkta stemmed from the Middle Ages, where she functioned as, quote, the enforcer of communal taboos. <laughs> Enforcer of taboos is like my grinder profile. And another quote from John, quote, Parkta is a sinister figure who punishes the slovenly, the idle, the greedy, the inquisitive.
1: The inquisitive.
0: That's yes. right. Mm, fine. But not the not the uh inquisitors. They were they were alright. <laughs> the Inquisition was fine, but you better not be curious about things. So <laughs> written in a Vice article on the topic, quote. Errant children got tossed into her sack and carted off with their legs dangling out as a warning to others. And in one story, a young farmhand who incurs her ire by spying on her goes blind. And, yeah, so, I mean, apparently he gets his sight back later in that story, but yeah, basically you just weren't supposed to mess around with Perkta. Okay. And now, what Frau Perkta is getting up to more recently... In contemporary culture, Perkta is portrayed as a rewarder of the generous and the punisher of the bad, particularly lying children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't you lie about that, Flax. Um, so today in Austria, particularly Salzburg, where she is said to wander through Hohensalzburg Castle in the dead of night, which is exactly who you want to run into in a spooky abandoned castle I, at night. Yeah. Um, the Perkten are still a traditional part of holidays and festivals, such as the Carnival Fastnacht. Uh, Wooden animal masks are made for these festivals, and these days are also referred to as Perkden. In the Pongau region of Austria, large processions of uh, Schoenperkden, these are the beautiful Perkden of various regions, and Schiakperkden, again the ugly Perkden, are held every winter. Beautiful masks are said to encourage financial prosperity, and the ugly masks are worn to, similar to the historical beliefs surrounding their source, drive away evil spirits. However, I I found this cool thing at the end of the article. Um, Professional forager witch Rebecca Bear, as quoted in the Vice.com article, said about celebrating Parkta, quote, I personally enjoy leaving out a meal of oat gruel and herring for her on the 6th of January and having some myself in her honor. I also enjoy creating art and imagery of her to honor her so she does not become a forgotten goddess.
1: Okay. All right. Thanks,
0: Rebecca. Bear.
1: Herring and Girl.
0: I know. I mean (sighs) Santa gets milk and cookies.
1: Yeah, I know. Like that doesn't seem fair at all.
0: I mean, apparently it was Parkta's favorite meal according to some, but I feel like that's a lie.
1: Parkta sounds like a nut.
0: I feel like she well, yeah, herring and girl is the weirdest thing she did. That
1: is the absolute weirdest shit.
0: That was the biggest transgression. Was fine. Yeah, the evisceration and stuffing people <laughs> with garbage and sewing them up to hear zombies was okay.
1: It's fine. It's fine.
0: That's just Andrea's, like, boxing day weekend. I just
1: call that Saturday. <laughs> it's
0: Saturday. So that is scary Christmas. German Christmas.
1: And also Australia.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you <laughs> haven't- snuck
1: Australia. Yeah, there.
0: you snuck fucking Australia <laughs> yeah. into that sandwich. It's a German-Australian sandwich.
1: Delicious.
0: I mean, it's probably okay.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: what's German bread like, and what do Australians put in sandwiches?
1: Probably Marmite.
0: No. <laughs> oh no. Okay, never mind. I take it back. Bad sandwich. Bad. 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 German sandwich. bread, which I'm sure is just fine. It's probably just normal bread that you get at the schnitzel grocery store. Stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> schnitzel. It'd it be the schnitzel part of the chicken schnitzel. I don't schnitzel know. Schnitzel Marmite. I don't
0: know. Okay, it's really just it the marmite that true. horrifies me, honestly. Okay, yeah, I
1: don't know. I've never had marmite.
0: It just sounds bad. Maybe it's just salty, which yeah. doesn't seem right. I mean, it just isn't it like this weird salty vegetable puree thing. E- I don't like anything about that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because there's also Vegemite. And uh, so I'm not sure. Maybe that's
0: the one tastes. I'm thinking. Yeah, what is the difference? Uh, Send us your opinions on marmite and the other one yes, to siblings at gmail.com. Yeah, no, tell us about your own scary German experiences.
1: And join our Patreon at patreon.com slash siblings.
0: Yeah, you get cool yes. stuff. You get a special shout-out um, and your name in the credits. If you're $1 tier and you get to make us say a weird sentence or a loving sentence, whatever your choice, and you get all that with a $5 tier, but also bonus episodes.
1: And we're checking emails for our weird sentences.
0: Yes, so... so
1: uh next episode we will do one.
0: Yes, next episode we'll uh, cover the... I think we have, like, what, like two more? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. General.
0: So that is what we'll be doing. Andrea's personal is
1: At Andrea Noel3.
0: This is Twitter. And mine's at Toy Carousels. And you can follow us at uh two scared sibs on Twitter as well. And now we're gonna give you a Christmas kiss. A miss <laughs> if you will. It's different. It's a kissness. I hate it. I hate it too. Mm-hmm. Sleep well. And happy holidays.